back to Generations. I am one of your co-hosts, Aubrey Jones. And I'm your other co-host, Peter Jones, and I am laughing because it's a good thing it was your turn to introduce, because I probably would have gotten the name of the podcast wrong. (laughs) I almost did, but then I was like, nope, we changed this. (laughs) But hey, it's fine. It's fine. It is. It is totally fine. Totally fine. How are you doing? Um, I kind of mentioned to you before we recorded, uh, but things are a bit of a mess right now. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm like the, uh, the meme of the dog sitting at the table and everything is on fire and the dog's just saying, I'm fine. This is fine. (laughs) So that's how I am. How are you? (laughs) You know, I am okay. I am just... School is just, you know, kind of crazy. I'm in the middle of um, trying to finalize a research proposal so I can get, uh, you know, paid for my research. We love that. (laughs) So that's a six-page paper I have to write. (laughs) Um, Work is, you know, the way that work is. Um, So not great, but that's okay. We're alive. We're doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's all we can do, right? Mm-hmm. But today we kind of figured we could just chat about some of the things keeping us going lately and new interests, current interests, current hobbies, current things we're, we're doing, which I always love to talk about. So that's kind of the direction we're heading today. And yeah, why don't you start us off? What is your what is your current thing keeping you going in the last couple weeks of of a mess? <laughs> That's a good question. And I've been trying to think. You know, we were initially going to do this last week. Mm-hmm. Um And then just between your schedule and mine, you know, I think we were supposed to record at like 6.30 on Thursday and I sent you a text saying that I was still at the hospital and that I had to do some stuff with your brother. And so I'll be honest, in the week since then, it's kind of gone downhill. (laughs) Um, So I feel like I was better prepared to answer this question last week (laughs) than I am this week. But that's okay. That's okay. okay. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, like, honestly, one of the things that always keeps me going is music. And I've been listening to uh, quite a bit of music lately. There's been a little bit of new music that uh, has tickled my fancy, Um, you know, but... But honestly, what I've been listening to the most is uh, a playlist that I made of uh, kind of some Bay Area thrash bands that aren't the big ones people think of. Uh, and those big ones people think of would be like Metallica, Megadeth, and Slayer. Mm-hmm. I have been listening to a playlist that is uh, Death Angel, Exodus, Testament, and then uh, Heathen, and uh, Hatriot. And uh, it's been really kind of kind of doing it for me. 
somebody today in the OR this morning asked me if I was at least listening to music that was making me, that was happy. <laughs> um, because things at work in the OR today were an absolute disaster. People oh. made bad choices uh, and did not involve me in those choices and it had consequences. And so I was pretty frustrated and I just sent them a screenshot of uh, what I was listening to uh, at the time. And it was on that, uh, that playlist. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw in the little chatteroni here uh -huh. for UBS so you can see what the happy music <laughs> I was listening to today I'm was. Really excited to see if what I can the figure out, you know, what the title of the song is. Because my guess is it's like my guess is the song's gonna say like death, destruction, and a guillotine or something. That's what I think the song's gonna be called. <laughs> Death, it's destruction, loading. and a guillotine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the full title of the song is Class Dismissed, and then in parenthesis, A Hate Primer. So <laughs> Very happy. That was, that was kind of what was going on today. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. Something about the just kind of aggressive nature of, uh, of Exodus and Testament and uh, Hatriot, which is kind of some, it's related to, I mean, all these bands kind of are related and you might recall some of these names because yeah, I mean, Death Angel, we Exodus to, and Testament, Testament was that show. Yeah. Correct. And so, uh, that's kind of been my jam. Um, you know, just a lot of that. And there's been, again, some other good stuff. There's a new album from The Answer Lies in the Black Void, and I dig their stuff, but it's a lot more moody and kind of melodic and not as just like pissed off. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. This playlist has kind of been my music jam lately. Cool. Um, but that's kind of the biggest, you know, the first thing. Again, it's it's just been a lot of uh, of aggressive, thrashy, uh, heavy, heavy stuff. That's really been what's uh, working for me. What you about go. you? What's something that's been uh, tickling your fancy? Um, I guess I'll I'll mention music too, since we're on the topic. But I have been making some newer playlists that I can listen to while I'm like doing homework that doesn't require me to like read words because I can't listen to music that has words if I'm like reading and writing words. But sure. if I'm just like writing and reading numbers like math or like coding or something, I can listen to whatever. And so I made a playlist that's kind of just a little bit more chill. So I've been listening to... I mean, my usuals are Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Those are my those are my norm. No matter what playlist I have, it is they're gonna be featured on that playlist. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, and then I have a little bit of random things like Lana Del Rey, which I usually don't listen to her because I have a problem with people's voices in music. If if like their voice isn't like satisfying to me or if it bothers me in any way, I can't listen to the song at all. 
Like, I don't know what it is, but if, like, their voice is a little tiny bit nasally or, like, I don't know, it just has, like, a different texture, kind of, uh-huh. and I don't like it, I can't listen to it. So, and Lana Del Rey used to be one of those people, um, but she has made it onto the playlist, so good for her. Um, and then I've been listening to a lot of like lo-fi steady beats and like just groovy kind of instrumental music. And so I've been putting some of that on the playlist, which is good. Um, cause that's really good to study for, um, their study with, I mean, um, I've been getting into a little bit more of rap, so I have some J. Cole, obviously, some K- the Kendrick is always there, um, and then just mostly stuff on the chiller side, because it's, if it's, like, super hype while I'm trying to do homework, I get distracted, <laughs> so I kind of okay. can't That's do that. Fair. Um, but then I also have my metal playlist that me and my roommate listen to. And on there we have like mostly Spirit Box. We have some Tulip on there. Oh, we have, I like Tulip. Tulip we is good stuff. also like Tulip. We got some, um, I don't even know, how, is it Affiance or whatever? Uh, affiance. Affiance, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some of that on there. We got some um, Currents on there. Been okay. really liking Currents. Bad Omens isn't super metal, but they're on there too. Um, and then we got the the song Moon Horse on there. That's a, that's a classic one. Mm. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You said Spirit Box. Yes. Um, what do you think of their newest single, Cellar Door? I actually really like it. I did listen to it the other day when it came out, and I actually really like it. How do okay. you feel about it? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I, I actually um, – I've started blogging on Medium, medium.com. I still have my own uh, blog over at the Middle Age Metalcast. But uh, so I wrote an article about it. You know, Spirit Box is interesting. I kind of got into them a number of years ago when I first heard about them. It was a YouTuber, KMAC 2020, whatever. Anyway, he'd recommended them. And I checked out their first EP and it was good. Um, I liked it. And then I kind of forgot about them. And then, you know, I heard a little bit and then I forgot. Well, then it was 2020 when they released their single Holy Roller, which Mm -hmm. was really probably their heaviest song uh, at that point. And for some reason that just like sucked me in. And I was like full on big into spirit box. And then, you know, they released eternal blue and I was all over that. And I would say in the last year and a half or so, I've kind of lost interest in Spirit Box a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't still like them, but I just really wasn't listening to them much. And they'd released a few new singles, Rotoscope and a a couple Mm -hmm. others that just didn't, I mean, they were still good, but they didn't grab me. Mm -hmm. And um, something about, okay, no, I know what it is. Look, this is just where I'm at in my life right now. (laughs) I need heavy. I need heavy. And I think Cellar Door is probably Spirit Box's heaviest song ever. And yeah. so I listened to that and all of a sudden I was instantly like, okay, I'm back. 
back on the spirit box train and yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah. I love spirit box. I really, really love eternal blue. I, there's just so many songs on there that I just, Oh, they're just so yeah. good. It's really good yeah. gym music, yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's lifting great. music. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. That's been kind of my music vibe at the moment. Um, nice. But yeah, what else is kind of, you know, keeping you going? What's What's been in your daily routine that's been, or, you know, trying to be in your daily routine? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm definitely, you know, reading. And then, you know, you and I have talked about this before. We're, we love to read. We're big, big, mm-hmm. big fans of reading. Over there, <laughs> um, <laughs> but... That is, you know, I'm still working on the wheel of time and, and I'm getting through book 12. I'm, Hey, I'm finally in book 12. I'm out of the Robert <laughs> Jordan books. I'm into the Brandon Sanderson slash Robert there Jordan you go. books. Um, but I've been trying to read more. I don't know how I would term it. I don't want to call it self-help because that sounds stupid. Yeah. But more like. I don't know. I mean, would I call it self-improvement or just, just things that are not fiction, but they're mm-hmm. not like his, you know, history or anything. So it's not I like recently a story finished, technically. Yeah. So I, I recently finished a book called 24 hour mindfulness. Um, just kind of, it's about how to be mindful throughout the day, how mm-hmm. to practice mindfulness without necessarily sitting down on a cushion meditating. And mm-hmm. it talks about, you know, there's definitely still a role for that, but that there's ways for us to be mindful throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm reading one called Practical Mindfulness. It was written by a, a psychiatrist. And kind of as a both here, this is for anyone, but also uh, this is for my colleagues in medicine uh, to not only utilize mindfulness in their own lives, but perhaps help their patients treat, mm. you know, teach their patients how to be mindful. So mm. I've been reading that. And then I'd heard about and decided to sign up for a service called Readwise. Okay. So Readwise is a service that you can, you sign up for it and there is, you know, you do need to pay for it. But they have two things. They have the Readwise Reader, which is kind of like an RSS slash read it later, type, like a pocket or an Instapaper or something like that, where as I'm, if I'm surfing, you know, if I'm going through and I'm on the internet and I see an article that I want to save, I want to read later, I have the Readwise button in the browser. I click that. Or, you know, if I'm in, uh, if I'm on my iPhone or something like that, you can install it to the share sheet and it'll send it to the reader so you can read it later. But the other thing that Readwise does, the actual service itself is you can highlight. So you can link it to your iBooks. You can link it to Kindle. You can link it to Kobo. You can link it to pocket where it will pull in your pocket stuff. You can link it to Instapaper. It'll pull this in. And so either if I'm anywhere on the internet and I highlight a passage, I can click that Readwise button and it'll send it to my Readwise account. If I have anything in Readwise Reader, anything I highlight there goes. If I'm reading a Kindle book, 
a Kobo book, uh, anything like that, if I highlight in that book, it'll automatically save those highlights. And then what I do, I try and do it once a day, but I open up Readwise, the app, and it will give me five random uh, quotations, five random things that I've highlighted and allowed me to go through and either save them or discard them. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other things that's cool is it will look at my Goodreads library, everything I've put that I've read on Goodreads, and it will surface highlights from other people in those books that I've read. And then I can again decide, do I want to save it? Do I want to get rid of it? And I'm liking it because, you know, I read articles or I'll be reading books and things like that. And it becomes a little difficult sometimes, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, you know, underlining sometimes feels like a a waste of time Yeah. because what are you going to do with that? Yeah. It's like you underline while you're reading it to make you feel good. You're like, oh, look at me. I am so erudite. (laughs) I am underlining this passage and I'm going to, and then you forget about it. Right. But so that's the thing I like about Readwise is it resurfaces these. So I can Mm -hmm. come back around to these things and reread these things that I thought were important enough to Uh underline. And, and it just kind of helps bring them back to mind and kind of keep it a little fresh. So, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of reading again, both fiction, but also trying to read some nonfiction stuff. And as I'm reading that thinking about, okay, what in this thing that I'm reading is important enough that I want to come back to it later. And I really like Readwise for that service because all I got to do is just underline it with my Apple Pencil or, you know, mm-hmm. the pencil thing with my Kindle Scribe or with my coat, anything, whatever. Just underline that. And, you know, then I've got it saved and I can come back around to it later. And it actually makes it meaningful. It feels mm-hmm. like that activity of saving it or underlining it, highlighting it uh, actually matters. So, yeah. No, that's super cool. And that's kind of a coincidence because I've been. Um, trying to like annotate books I'm reading. Um, I've obviously I've mentioned this a million times now. I'll mention this a million times more, but I'm rereading Throne of Glass as I usually am. Nice. Um, and I decided to start annotating stuff and just kind of like it has pretty big margins and like. Sure. The words aren't super cramped, so I can, like, write little notes and stuff, and I have, like, actual physical highlighters that I will, like, highlight things. Um, And that used to be so, like, taboo because I, you know, you're not supposed to, like, write in physical books, but I was like, these are my own copies. (laughs) Like, these are my books, and... I would love to, like, when I then reread again, because I know I'm going to, I can go back and see which things I was thinking and which things I was highlighting at that specific time. And I'll usually write a little note of like why I'm highlighting the thing. Um, if it's like relevant, if it's just like a cool quote or a cool passage or something, I'll just highlight it and leave it. But if it's like this, I know is important in a way I have not noticed like Mm -hmm. future in the book. Cause of course I know what's going to happen because I've read it before but there's still so many little details that I'll then like pick up by rereading that that I'm like, ooh, this is cool. Like I didn't, re- I didn't realize this, and then sure, you know sure. I know this future event's gonna happen or you know whatever. Um, and I've been doing that when I've been reading 
on because I'm reading two books at the same time. I'm reading the Brandon Sanderson books on like my iPad or my phone, just on like the uh-huh. iBooks app. Um, and so I'll utilize the highlighting there as well. Um, especially like if it's something, I don't know, anything that I think is going to be important or that I think is cool or I have questions about or something like that, I'll just highlight it and make a little note. Um, which is super cool because I feel like I'm more actively reading. Like I am a super fast reader to the Mm -hmm. point where sometimes I'm like, not necessarily skimming, but I might, I could miss details pretty quick because I'm reading so fast. (laughs) Uh, But this way it's making it so I'm more actively reading and like absorbing everything that the author is saying, which I like. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm reading them on the last book of Throne of Glass. This is probably my, I don't know, ninth time rereading the series. Eighth, That's maybe. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then I finished reading Elantris, um, which you were so right. I was like, yeah, this is kind of slow. And you were like, yeah, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of slow. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, slow down, slow down, slow down. Yeah. Like every sentence I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like what? It's like this person dropped dead. That person dropped dead. This person betrayed you. And I was like, whoa, what is happening right mm-hmm. now? <laughs> mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was super good. And now I'm reading the um, the Arcanum Unbounded. I don't know if that's how you say okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I try to look up like best, you know, order to read these books or whatever. And there was like not a ton of things online telling me the order. So I was like, no, the only things that I think matter is, um, you want to read the, the novellas that go in between the, uh, Stormlight Archive books. Uh huh. It's best to read those in between those. Oh, okay. So that's like uh, Edge Dancer and Dawn something and Dawn Shard, maybe. Uh huh. Um, those go best in between their respective Stormlight books. Okay, cool. And then uh, Mistborn Secret History. Yeah. Goes best. After the first trilogy, yep. Before the next section, I have read Secret History. I read all of Mistborn. I read Secret History, and then I read Wax and Wayne, which I need to read the fourth of Wax and Wayne because that's so out. I it haven't is. gotten there yet, but and uh, yeah. the final book of the four Secret Book projects came oh. just the other day, so I have all four of those now. Oh, wow. I need to read all four of those. <laughs> There's just a so. lot of. A lot of things to read, but I, yeah, I love reading. And so those are, those are my, um, biggest things. Nice. Keeping me going. But, um, another thing that I have enjoyed and it's been a new fun, exciting thing lately is boxing. I know I've mentioned yeah, this before, you did. You but mentioned that. I started boxing end of August, um, and yeah, so it's been pretty much exactly two months and it's been super fun. It is a great new way for me to work out. Yeah. And I, I usually go to one of the early morning classes in the morning and then I'll go lift afterwards and then go to school because um, I still wanted to keep up on lifting because that's sure. still important to me. Um, but 
boxing is just super fun and we're at a super cool gym that they you know they have like different workouts every day everything's different focus but they do like some conditioning cardio stuff like that in addition to like bag work and bag drills okay um they have like mitts that you can like punch Uh and so the coach will like do combos with the mitts which is kind of cool it's it's super different than punching the bag like the bag is like this big old thing that like you can't really miss it (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's pretty wide so when you punch you're not gonna like miss the bag (laughs) sure sure but when like we're doing like mitts it's very possible that I'm going to miss the mitts and like actually whack the coach in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I've never actually whacked the coach in the face, but I've come very close. Um, But I eventually want to get up to sparring. Um, I would love to spar with my roommate specifically because we're like same height, similar weight class. And I think Uh personally I would win. (laughs) But <laughs> so you just she asked may me think like otherwise. you're looking for an excuse to to freaking punch your roommate in the face. Well, we when we go boxing together, we'll like shadow box each other all the time. Uh-huh. Like we'll like pretend to just like punch each other and see if we can like dodge it. And so our <laughs> it's actually this happened this morning. We made like a, we always just like make faces to each other across the gym, and so we like made faces to each other like we were. I was about to like go punch her. And the coach came up to us. She goes, it's going to be exciting when we get you two to spar with each other. (laughs) (laughs) And we started laughing. And my roommate goes, yeah, we've been dreaming about that since day one. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So I'm excited. But recently we went to, like, this gym always has, like, they're really good at kind of creating a community and, like, all the people, like, all the members, like, hang out with the coaches, like, uh-huh. outside of boxing, which is super cool. Um, so we've gone to, like, um, they just do, like, activities together. It's really adorable, actually. Um, but there was this thing called Fight Night um, mm-hmm. where, like, because the, tr- the gym we go to is a bunch of different locations all over Utah. Um, and so everyone was going to this big old like venue in lehigh to like actually fight like this wasn't it like this was a fight like coaches were fighting like you could like just like apply to fight if like it was mostly member coaches and head coaches and stuff that were fighting Uh um and so we went and it was super cool because i'd never actually seen a real boxing fight outside of like you know the rocky movies (laughs) which is not real (laughs) it's just not real (laughs) um and it's just funny because, you know, in the Rocky movies, they have, like, those punching sound effects, you know? So the punches oh, are yeah. way louder. It's like... Psh, psh, psh. But then in real life, when you're far away, you can't actually hear it. So it's like... Uh-huh. So it's like... It was really funny. But it was super cool to see them actually fight because, you know, we know all these punches and we're learning all these defensive moves and, like, combos and stuff, but we are only hitting bags for not hitting people. Mm-hmm. So it was super fun. We would be like, oh, that person is really, has really good uppercuts or this person is like ha- hitting their hooks really good and, you know, stuff like that. So it was super fun to actually see. And there was like two teams and there was like a bunch of people on each team and then the people in their same weight class with, would fight each other. And mm-hmm. there's three rounds um, and they wouldn't actually like, you wouldn't actually like knock each other out because this is like an amateur fight this isn't like a 
<laughs> you know, crazy one. Right. So no one's actually getting knocked out, and they're wearing like the head helmet pieces thing, like things anyway. So like Max, you can get a bloody nose. You can't like, you know, get a bloody temple or something sure. like that. So it was that was super cool to do and made me like super motivated. I was like, oh, I would love to spar so much. <laughs> I was like emailing Alex about this and he was like he was like dude we should spar when i get home and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm i don't know i feel like i have unbridled rage that needs to get out that boxing is very good for that so that's been super fun (laughs) that's great so yeah i've been really enjoying that and obviously like like exercise and working out and me and you both like enjoy doing that ton for like our self-care um so that's a huge that's a huge part of what's getting me through lately. <laughs> yeah. Have you hit honest, any been... PRs or anything lately? <laughs> no, I've been struggling a little bit lately. Um, Fair I enough. just had a couple days this week where, gosh, what was it? Both Tuesday and Wednesday morning, my alarm went off and I just was, I, I mean, I was tired, but more than anything, it was just like mentally, emotionally, I'm just like, I can't, I don't have it in me to get up. Yeah. Um, so I've still, I mean, you know, I got up this morning, I got up Monday, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, things are tough. Things are tough yeah. right now. Yeah. Honestly. So. No, I don't blame you. Um, but you know, the other thing that I would mention is, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for November. November is soon to be upon us. Mm-hmm. Time to, uh, write a book numero dos yeah so i've been getting ready for that and i am trying to convince myself that um i can go to the pocatello area nanorimo participant kickoff party saturday morning oh i didn't know they had like a community thing going oh yeah every place has a little group and you get together online there's a facebook group and there's people who are like admins of the group and they communicate throughout the month and stuff and I don't know. I never did any of the, they'll have like get together writing times at different places throughout the month. Oh, that's cool. They have like a midnight kickoff on uh, the 31st. And Oh, nice. And like I say, there's a kind of a kickoff party this Saturday and I'm trying to tell myself that I'm going to go. You are going to go. I mean, you know, um, I was talking, <laughs> I was talking to my office staff about this and Telling them, you know, that I'd like to go, but how much those kinds of things scare me being around people. Right, definitely. And it was funny. One of my nurses, she just looks at me and she goes, you do realize you're a very likable person, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like. I've been telling you this for years. I keep saying that you're cool. And you're like, no. (laughs) And I said to her, I was like, no, that's the problem. I don't realize that. I don't. I said to her, I said, look, you have to say that because I'm your boss. <laughs> like, And she was like, no, I just wouldn't say Wrong. it if I didn't feel that way. <laughs> exactly. But, so I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to convince myself that I want to go, that I want to meet other people who are working on, on writing a book this November and, and kind of see. So, so yeah, that'd that's be super cool. something I'm going to try and make myself do. There you so go. I guess next time we record, I can report back and tell you how did the you book is coming <laughs> and did I go or not. So there we go. 
Um, what yeah, else has been keeping you going? Anything else? I mean, a little bit of uh, some playing some video games, playing a little um, uh, some Starfield and a couple other things, which has been fun. The new Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 came out. And um, yeah, so looking forward to playing that. It's funny. I'll kind of, I don't know. I'll, um, I'll play a game for a bit and then I just don't play a game for a while. And then I'll play yeah. a game for a bit and then I just don't play a game for a while. Yeah. Uh, but right now I'm kind of trying to get back into it a little bit. It's been fun because it's something that your brother and I can talk about. Yeah. Uh, and kind of a way for, you know, me to connect with the 14 year old. Cause it's been a very long time. Since I was a 14-year-old boy. 14. Y yeah. I know. I always just think he's like 10 in my head. Did you, you heard about homecoming, right? What? Oh, so he starts school on Did someone Wednesday, ask him to homecoming? Wednesday the <laughs> 23rd of August is when okay. he starts school. Yeah, yeah. He's still 13. Right, yeah, at, the, at this time, yeah. Monday, August 28th, he turns 14. Uh -huh. Tuesday morning, August 29th, he sends me a text. Oh, dad, a girl just asked me to homecoming. What? <laughs> I text him back. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're quite ready for you to be dating yet. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> young. That's um, crazy. And then, of course, I tell your brother, Alex about this and Alex is just like what that boy's just gonna be fighting him off he's dripping <laughs> riz and just all this stuff and, and like all of a sudden Alex is like so jealous of the fact oh, that Gareth is being asked to go to homecoming but to be fair crazy. it's been a little bit since you've seen him Aubrey he's almost as tall as me Oh, so he's definitely like, past me at this point I know he was he was like my exact height and I maybe had like a centimeter on him. Oh no. <sighs> I still have probably an inch and a half, maybe two, but he is, I would be shocked if he is not at six feet now. That's insane. I mean, I took him to back to school night and we're walking through the school uh -huh. and it was all freshmen right now. There was only one other freshman that we saw and we know him because <laughs> he swims with Gareth. Uh -huh. There was only one other freshman who was taller than Gareth. That's crazy. And I'm walking along and I'm like, okay, and Gareth is taller than most of the parents here too. <laughs> That's crazy. And then oh. he had to take, you know, he has to take a class to meet his public speaking, whatever requirement. Yeah. Yep. Speech. So he decides to take forensic speech and debate. Oh. So he gets it first try, get it over and done with. He has the novice debate tournament Friday and speech and debate tournament Friday and Saturday night. Uh huh. And so we go to pick him up and they have a real quick award ceremony and uh -huh. they're going through and they're like, you know, in the radio broadcast speech, your first place winner and champion Gareth Jones. <laughs> And like, so he took first place in one of the speeches, placed in another speech, and then like in three debates, him and his partner placed in it. What? Yeah. That's crazy. So apparently he's, crazy. he's this like handsome, smooth talking 14 year old. Who, <laughs> I'm going to have to get like a chastity cage for that kid just to keep him safe. 
<laughs> well, he's been fighting them off since the beginning. Because I remember in, during, like, quarantine, when me and him would just go on, like, walks every day. Because what else could you do? Uh-huh. Um, and we eventually got to the point where he was like, huh, guess what? And I was like, what? He was like, I have, like, three girls who like me right now. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, and I told him I don't like him back. <laughs> I'm like, dude, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, so Oh, he's a funny guy. You know, it's just it's just been interesting. Just just kind of yeah, doing the funny. things, you know, being a dad and trying to trying to trying to balance all that stuff. Yeah. But other than that, you know, that's about it. So Yeah. Well, I have a we had an idea brought up to you not too long ago that we're gonna start implementing i think um yeah and we're i'm gonna, gonna let you take it away because i don't have anything <laughs> no you're good i am constantly being thrown having all this stuff thrown at me because of the department i'm in so but the bit we're gonna start is just sciencey nerdy news and mine will mostly be space specific because that's the only thing i'm ever thinking about and yours can be whatever you want. <laughs> but personally, right. mine is going to be space-specific. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I have a couple of things that I wanted to mention. Um, three things. One thing, I don't know if I mentioned here yet what my research is about. Have I mentioned what my research is so. about? Okay, well, I think it's super cool, so I'm going to talk about it really quick. Let's do it. Um, so I'm working on the proposal right now. I'm not actually in the research project at the moment. I'm just mm-hmm. doing the proposal that I'm submitting it next Friday. My mentor is going to submit his his part of the proposal the next week, and then I will get money. And then starting spring semester, I will be in full throttle with the project. But the project is... I'm looking at <clears throat> I'm looking at star binary systems, which is two stars orbiting around each other. Usually one is a lot bigger than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, this system gets too close to a supermassive black hole. I'm looking at the biggest the biggest guys, biggest black holes. And the tidal forces that the black hole exhibits on one of the stars is going to shred the star into pieces. Ooh. It's not going it's going to get just close enough to the black hole that it's going to be shredded rather than too close and be swallowed. Okay. So we're looking at these being shredded and then the gas plasma the mass that the star was is going to be swirled in a cool little shape and then taken in by the black hole and then the black hole is going to grow in mass and so i'm looking at specifically the rates at which these tidal they're called tidal disruption events occur and how much does that contribute to the black hole's mass growth because black holes can grow from a number of different things but we're trying to see if they mostly grow by tidal disruption events or not So that is my project. That's Um, cool. I'm going to be like using 
really crazy simulators to basically simulate a star binary system and then swirl it into the black hole, have it shred and see how much it grows, basically given different masses and, you know, a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is super cool and I'm super excited about that because um, I love black holes and it's I just get so excited talking about it. So that's my yeah. first little bit. But then my actual bits of space news I have to share with you all are one... There was this capsule that was on a satellite that went to an asteroid, scooped up some of its dust, um, a cup full to be exact, Um, and that capsule came down and landed in the Utah desert a couple weeks ago because I knew it was going to be a crash landing they wanted things to be not in the way because it needs to like they need to be completely sterile when they take this capsule. Sure. Um so they landed it in the middle of the Utah desert on like October sixth, I think. Um, and now they're going to be able to see what this asteroid is made out of. They think something could have happened where it could have been part of Mars originally or something like that. So it's going to be super cool to get, you know, some data on what the asteroid's made out of. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool because it landed in Utah and cool. I live here. So <laughs> I was like, yay, we're part of something. <laughs> <laughs> we're relevant for something. It's not stupid. <laughs> um. So that was pretty cool. And then my second bit of news that got me really excited was a mini little spacecraft. NASA calls it, it's named Psyche, is going to an asteroid that is not out of, not made out of rock, is made out of metal. Mm-hmm. A metal asteroid that's also named Psyche. So the spacecraft Psyche is going to the asteroid named Psyche. Nice. Um just to it's the first metal asteroid we're actually going to go to to get to do science on which is cool um the spacecraft launched on friday the 13th nice from a spacex falcon heavy rocket with the spacecraft on board Mm -hmm. it launched early that morning and then got past atmosphere and then the um little pieces fell off and the fairings that's what it's called geez separated from the rocket returned to earth about an hour after launch the spacecraft separated from the rocket and ground controllers waited to acquire a signal from the spacecraft commanded itself into its planned safe mode everything is going great it established its two-way communication with the nasa's network complex that is in australia spacecraft is in good health it's the first mission to anything metal in space. So we're going to be able to see things. So this is in the asteroid belts in between Mars and Jupiter. So it's not going to get there till August 2029. Mm-hmm. Um, because of it was supposed to, to um, uh, leave Earth uh, like a couple years ago. 
but because of a couple issues, they're making it late. So now the mission is going to be a lot longer just because of where Earth is in regards to the asteroids itself. So, hmm. um, but yeah, that is super exciting. So yeah, it's going to get there in six years and they're hoping to be able to learn more about the metal core of our own planet mm-hmm. um, and to see if maybe like where this asteroid could have come from, what kind of metal is it part of or what kind of metals does it have and what else could it have been a part of maybe. Um, they it is full of iron and nickel. So they think it could have been the partial core of an early planet. And then hmm. it could have gone knocked apart by ver- like a bunch of things. So now it's just like the metal core of it. That's cool. So that's super cool. I thought it was super cool and nerdy. But it is 2.2 billion miles away. So it's going pretty fast. And at the same time, very slow. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of miles away (laughs) but it's it's gonna use mars's gravity as a slingshot to then kind of like it's gonna be pulled in and then flipped around and then swung out that way to Uh try and get another boost to get to the rest of the asteroid so i thought that was super cool that is i had just learned in my uh, astrophysics class about um the origins of planets and stars and stuff like that so it was i was like oh i know that word i know what that is i know what that is <laughs> so i got super excited so um Very cool yeah that is my space news for today excellent Do you have anything else to add before we wrap up no i don't think so i thought that's uh that was interesting a cool way for us to wrap it up okay well, I hope everyone has a great couple weeks. We will catch you in probably a month or so. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's the plan. That's the plan. I hope you have a better week, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. Hope everything's going okay. And we will see everyone later. Talk to you later. <laughs>